Welcome to the show, brother. Appreciate you, Vince, for having me. Thanks for having me on. Peace to the panel. Um, dear brother and sister, appreciate you both for taking your time out to uh, have the dialogue. I know Uncle's trying to get into Vince, but uh, real brief. Um, you had mentioned, uh, first I wanted to deal with what you just recently mentioned. Zinc, vitamin D, uh, some even throw in vitamin C as uh, um, potential treatments, right? Uh, we, we're talking about the immune system. Uh, and we're talking about, we, you know, you, you can't, if you boost your immune system, you could kill yourself. So I, I, I like to use a better word than, than boost, uh, which would mean, it depends on how you're defining boost. Let me rephrase that. I would like to use strengthening the immune system. When you strengthen the immune system, it, it'll help you fight any, you know, fight off any type of uh, bacterium or virus, right? So, you know, you named a good list of things that I, I'm in full, full agreements with, proper rest, eating right, exercising. Um, you know, those are, those are essential, uh, you know, potential uh, nutrients, like, you know, some people may say certain supplements or things of that nature can, uh, can, can help. But overall, um, none of those things can stop you from being infected with COVID-19. There's no food supplement that can cause an immune response to defend uh, the immune system against COVID-19. That we know based on the actual data. So, uh, with zinc, um, vitamin C and vitamin D, uh, double blind randomized clinical trials have been done on 222 people. Um, this, 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 uh, randomized trial was published, uh, on Jamba Network, uh, just a few days ago. And the clinical trial lasted from April of last year all the way through October um, with this clinical trial. And the trial was halted earlier because they found no relevance there in the research. And um, they went through months of research and study to, to only come to an end that says, we're halting this because the data is not sufficient enough to, sh to show that this is actually preventing or treating uh, anything. And I think our people really need to understand because they think, OK, once you get infected. But what happens is and, and I heard this on the show is that, uh, you know, you said, you know, once you get infected, you create you get this natural immunity. Well, uh, this these antibodies that you create only last for a month and a half, maybe even two months, possibly three. Um, there's been cases where multiple people have been reinfected. And I know one in particular that lives literally 15 minutes from me that's been reinfected twice already. And there's others who've been uh, reinfected three times. And we're talking about a novel virus that's been out a year. So we're not developing any type of real immunity against this virus. So my question that I wanted to pose is if anything I said that you're in agreements with, what if, if uh, what real problems do you have with mRNA 
vaccines because I heard you mention the viral vector viruses like the adenoviruses, which would be the Johnson and Johnson, uh, because you you uh, were more common to the understanding or the technology in the in that uh, second generation vaccine. So what real issues do you actually have with the mRNA vaccines? And then I got another one about Russia. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the uh, information that you provided as far as 220 patients uh, with vitamin D, I, I don't know about the study, but I would certainly be interested in the information. I do know that there are metadata data analysis and at least 10 different studies. And, and hopefully we can get a segment on Vince's show where we pull out those papers where there are hundreds of thousands of people that were tested to see whether vitamin D3 had an impact on the outcomes of not only coronavirus, but other viruses or other similar respiratory viruses. And monumentally, there was a difference um, between the level of vitamin three in the outcomes. It is not, and I hope that nobody is getting the impression that we're saying that vitamin D3 is a cure for coronavirus. Get that out of your head. But it helps to to dampen down this, the uh, viral load and allows for you to have better outcomes. The, the other issue uh, that we must address is what you ask about messenger RNA, which is a, a very important question. So as I said on earlier, that messenger RNA must be read by ribosomes. Ribosomes read our message for DNA. And ribosomes are not foolproof in reading the message coming from the DNA, even in our own system. It, there can, it, it, without a, vir a vaccine at all, our messenger RNAs make mistakes sometimes. They're called ribosomal misreads. You can Google it. And you could read about ribosomal misreads. If the Pfizer and Moderna are entering the messenger RNA that is from the M protein spike on the coronavirus, it's entering it into what is called a lipid nanoparticle. It is a foreign particle to our body. It's designed to be similar to the plasma membrane or cell membrane of our cells, but it is a foreign uh, lipid. It's a foreign fat. And they're inputting this messenger RNA that's also manufactured into it. The lipid nanoparticles itself can, are going to merge with our cells and merge the lining of our plasma membranes with that lipid nanoparticle. That lipid nanoparticle is always going to be there. And once that lipid nanoparticle allows for the messenger RNA uh, to get inside of the cell, the, the, the ribosome has to read it and has to read it over and over again and has to get it right. If it doesn't get it right, it can create a foreign protein because the, the, for, the messenger RNA reads the codons. It reads adenine, thymine, cytosine, and in this case, uracil instead of, instead of thymine because it's RNA and not DNA. And when it does that, if it makes a mistake, it can create foreign proteins in our bodies. And, and, you, and you said yourself uh, that the coronavirus can begin to mutate and we need to have booster shots from the, the vaccine. 
And each year, if you're continually injecting foreign lipid nanoparticles, as well as foreign messenger RNAs that can have misreads, you're increasing your chances for tissue, uh, connective tissue disorders, fibroid, uh, fib uh, fibrosis, as well as cancer, such as soft tissue sarcoma. And, and those are my points. All right. Can I, I want to respond to the nanoparticles. So this technology has been effective mm -hmm. since 1995. So this is not new technology regarding the nanoparticles. All right. Now the messenger from the mRNA vaccines dissolve. So they're using that technology of the nanoparticles to get it where it needs to go into the cell. It's there for a short time and it's out of the body within less than four days. So the assumption that it stays and it's going to do all of this other stuff is, is irrelevant. It doesn't change the DNA. It doesn't change the complexity of anything. It is there to deliver uh, the, the message basically to the body to say, hey, look, you're about to encounter a foreign uh, a foreign pathogen, something foreign unbeknownst to you outside of yourself. The way to defend that is you need to you need to learn, which is you need to learn how to create your own spike protein so that when you come into contact with this, the severity of the uh, the virus will not impact you and you won't have experienced death because the efficacy rates in 94 and 95% efficacy rates and the data trials actually prove, show and prove. So this is why I like the scientific method because it's real time. We're seeing this in real time. Um, also, Vince, can you uh, can you let Unc on real quick? Um, I know you want to address the nanoparticles and some other things. Also, there was a claim made that the um, the Russian vaccine, the Sputnik vaccine, was a hundred, you know, was a hundred percent efficacy. Uh, but that's not that's not accurate. There's no real vaccine that's going to be a hundred percent. That would be deadly. Um, but with the mRNA the mRNA technology, I think we need to do a better job at really understanding. Now, it sounds like you have some command of it. But the understanding is not that well in technical terms is very, very technical. But in short, in layman's terms, the messenger is doing its job. Right. Because right now we have uh, over 54 million uh, vaccinated. Right. Um, total. That includes one dose and second dose people. Fifty four million. Right. And, and, and the response from those mRNA vaccines. And even if we deal with the VARS reporting system which deals with adverse effects and report uh, reports any initial agenda, we don't see the issues that are coming out. Now, this is not uh, causing issues or problems amongst people. So I, I was really trying to comprehend why would there be such a problem with advanced technology? By the way, mRNA, uh, uh, the research for mRNA has been prevalent for 30 years, right? Nanoparticles go back to 1995. This is not new stuff that we're dealing with. Technology has advanced uh, vaccine science to help us be able to resolve things in the middle of a pandemic. But we also have to uh, excuse me, have to put this in proper context. This is this is a great move here. So um, the next question that I actually had, let me see. Because there was a there was a few other things. Ivermectin came into the conversation. Well, well right? before before you go on, you, yeah. you mentioned messenger RNA 
and you you say that messenger RNA is dissolved, you you never addressed me messenger RNA and ribosomes. Can you address that? What what is your knowledge of of ribosomes and what they do with messenger RNA once it's in the body? Yeah, the it, it's basically like it's protein related. This is what we're at the end of the day. We're dealing with uh, a communication tool that's protein related. Each one teach one is similar to what we believe in. Each one teach one. So, brother, and I met somehow you chopped up. Can you? Oh, sorry. I was basically saying that the vaccine is uh, when it when it comes to the ribosomes and when it comes to the vaccine, it's all it is is proteins communicating with one another. The, the easiest way to de define it or to explain it is this messenger is all it's doing to the cell is saying each one teach one. Since it needs proteins to, to each one teach one, the ribosome's job is to help each one teach one, deliver the message, move and move, um, help build and respond, create and, rip and replicate boost and train because your immune system deals with the multitude of everything that you got going on. And so I'm going to leave it right there because I do want to yield some time. I know I had some other questions, but it's just simply a each one teach one moment. That's what the ribosome's no, job no, is to do. No, no, that's not what a ribosome only only does. And, 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 and see, that's what I, we need to, to get our, our people to understand. What do you know about ribosomal misreads. Are, are ribosomes foolproof? Do they always read correctly? In dealing with the that. messenger RNA, in dealing with the, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, the messenger RNA vaccine, it's doing its job effectively based on the science. The ribosomes are communicating effectively. Now, the, I'm not talking about misreads or, or any left field, anything, because I'm not focused on that. My focus is on black people understanding what, how mRNA vaccines are safe, effective, working and a solution because we don't have a, an, an alternate solution. The alternate solutions we get do not create an immune response to help protect us against this novel virus. That, so that's not true. All I'm saying is the ribosomes are doing with this with this put, particular. I'm being particular with this particular vaccine. It is communicating. This is communicating and training. It is help moving the proteins where they need to go. Do what needs to be done. Replicating and rebuild. That's the job. Now, all the other stuff that you're asking me, I can't speak to that. I can only speak to the science that has been shown and proven you, to you work. Have to, you have to speak to that if yeah. you're talking and you're saying that the science is working. It's not work. You, you, you have to speak to that issue. And you, the, the, the other thing is that you, you, were, you were correct in that there, I, I doubt if there's any sort of vaccine that's 100%. But that same that, that same thing that you're saying there it also applies to, to ribosomes and and you're not quite explaining ribosomes correctly that is not what ribosomes do ribosomes are like a typewriter they they type out what the dna is programming the protein to make the dna says okay i want you to make mm -hmm. this 
specific sequence mm -hmm. of letters and, and, and type these sequence of letters and the letters are a c g a, a t and g and c that's adenine thymine guanine and cytosine and with and with if with rna it's uracil i, I want you you brother uh, uh, uh brother ni commit i want you to tell me what the nucleotide sequence is T tell me what it is if you know the science well, i want you you to tell me what a nucleotide sequence in? is. Tell, tell me what it is. Can, Go ahead. Can I on. jump in real quick? Can yeah. I jump okay. in real quick, brothers? Right, brother. How um, y'all doing? So, um, let so, me let me just, bro. Hold on, just one second, just one second, and I I want you to express everything that you need to express, but we need to see you. I don't really like to do memes, and I, I'm giving Metasevia a, a pass because she didn't hit the beauty shop yesterday. But I really don't like to do the meme thing. Okay, thank you. I know, but it cuts. I'm saying the stream yard, and it cuts down the power, and it messes up the stream. But so I would like to say one: uh, how the, how the gentlemen doing, and the sisters, how y'all doing today? Beautiful brother, nice to have you. Yeah, absolutely. So I would like to say I'm not an expert. I'm a science advocate, and I'm a proponent of vaccines. So it's going to be a lot of things that I don't know. So what what I want to ask you is: Can you please present us with an article so that you can educate us on how these, uh, would you say RNAs uh, or ribosomes? How they misread? Where, where, where's the peer review literature on that, so that we be, so that we can become part of the process of understanding exactly what you're saying? I'm just saying I'm not aware of that. Science is a large mm -hmm. endeavor. So could you please direct us right now to that article that supports your claim? And and one more question: Are, are you a biologist mm -hmm. or immunologist? I'm neither. You know, I, I attended medical school at the University of Toledo. I studied pharmacy at the University of Connecticut. I st studied epidemiology at the University of, of okay. uh, Pittsburgh School of, of uh, Public okay. Health. Yeah. So, so in that sense, in in medical school, we we learn immunologists and we learn virology yes. because yes. that's that's part of our yeah. curriculum. Um, and and uh, I think that Dr. Solomon has something up. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want the article that you was talking about. I need that. I need the name of the article and what journal was published in. Uh, we would like to put it in our notes. We don't want to be behind on the science. We like to keep up to date. So I just need your supporting evidence in a in a peer reviewed article, a good one. Maybe the Lancet, maybe New England Journal, Journal of Medicine, maybe uh, Pediatrics, something that we can actually read for ourselves to help support that. I'm just, you know, I, I appreciate you actually presenting that, but. You know what we do is we say we, we we must source up so that we can become part of the learning uh process so i'm not saying that i know how every cell works that's not i'm not making a point sir i just want to be as mm -hmm. educated as you are on that particular idea so i just want to know where yes. where exactly did you read that at yeah so we'll yeah, be yeah, yeah. Well, yes brother we read it. it it's part of science it's part of like when you learn uh multiplication you you look at objects you say one plus one equals two two plus two equals four the we learn how ribosomes read messenger rna and we know in science there's no you don't even have to write an article about it it's part of basic science that ribosomes read messenger rna that comes from dna that they are yes. that dna has has a nucleotide sequence the nucleotide sequence is adenine, thymine, 
cytosine and guanine. Those are nucleotides. And certain orders of those nucleotides make now, I missed, who we the wrong are. Question, it makes our, you're right. I asked the wrong question. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. No, I know you're correcting. I meant in this particular technology, in this particular uh, vaccine and vaccines, where have they been shown? That's what I'm saying. I understand that process, right? We know about mm -hmm. how it reads, but I'm saying, and because your, your claim is not that it misreads, your claim is that this particular uh, vaccine is causing things to misread. And so I'm asking, no, no, that, where, that, that, where that is, is that not, claim support of that? Yeah, yeah, that, that's not my claim. My, my claim point? is that, okay. my, my claim okay. and our claim is that it can. And, it, and not only that okay. it can, it will, because we know science. And, and there, there's nothing that, that uh, the scientific literature has done so far to say that this vaccine has done that. There is no data for that. There's, no, there's nobody even studying that. But that's part of what we should do as an African people uh, uh, to, that understand science to protect ourselves is to take a deep dive into the science and see, and see where the message that is coming from, from people that have been known to be our enemy is giving us to say, okay, we should just take this car blanc. And, and, you, and, and you, you and the brother, I could tell that you are Afrocentric in mind and you know that the, that the scientists throughout history have not uh, presented history for our benefit. You're you, you understand that, correct? No, 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 I'm actually African-centered and I wouldn't care about black, white, African. That's not even my point. My point is mm -hmm. that this technology has been rolled out since uh, like, like Sean, 1990s. And so I'm yeah. sure there's a study showing that this technology that was using cancer drugs, that it was actually misreading. So I just find it kind of uh, um, not, not clear to the point that, that they were actually making because you're actually applying it to the nano particle technology. And when you do that, then, then you have to show studies where this particular thing has happened since 1990. So I'm just, that's all I'm saying. I'm just, I just want I have to be precise question. in my question. I have a question I'm for trying you. to get that answer first, sis. Yeah, I have a <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I well, want to ask, I'll answer his question. Okay, lipid nanopart lipid yeah, nanoparticles yeah. Lip, lipid nanoparticles, mm -hmm. you're correct. They have been used for uh, drug compounds before, and they, they have had their level of success. But there, never ha there has never been any studies to uh, review where the lipid nanoparticles are combining with the plasma membrane of our, of our cells and whether that is causing other concerns. They know in every study that there are adverse events that are caused. And in every, in every drug that has been developed by lipid nanoparticles, of course there have been adverse events. But we don't know what those adverse events are. I can't tell you that. I'm, that's not what I'm here for. I'm, I'm here to tell you what, what it could cause. If there is a messenger RNA that goes into our body, the ribosomes have to read it. The ribosomes read all of our messenger RNA, and ribosomes misread our own messenger RNA. So we already know that it will misread a foreign messenger RNA because messenger RNA ribosomes have misreads sometimes. You can Google that. Everybody on this line, anybody listening? No, to no, me, no. I agree. No, I agree. Ribosomal misreads. We. So, so what are the harmful effects of that? 
when it misreads. Excuse me. Normally, without uh, just just in general, I said. So then, what are the harmful effects of the ramazones misreading? Now, not good, even good, talking about good. vaccines. Just since you said it happens normally in the literature, so what is the effects of that in human beings that have not even been vaccinated, but they think just misreads? What are that? And, and where could I see that at? Surely that's published somewhere on the harmful effects of the misreading of that. Go ahead, sir. Well, ribosome, ribosomal misreads can create foreign proteins because ribosomes have to read the messenger RNAs to produce the proteins the way we want to produce them. And when ribosomes misread, they produce foreign proteins. And sometimes those foreign proteins can turn out to be cancerous. Meaning, I, I, and I urge you and the brother and, and anybody listening to mm -hmm. review what happens with soft tissue sarcoma. Soft tissue sarcoma is a cancer that we still don't even know where, where it originally comes from. But, but certainly uh, with my ribosomal misreads, and we know that cancer is mutation of the, of the cells or mutation of reading of DNA, we can clearly see through ribosome, uh, through um, soft tissue sarcoma, that something is happening that's going wrong with these misreads. Misreads can be harm, harmless, uh, brother, and anybody listening. Misreads can be harmless, no doubt. Okay. Okay. But misreads can also be harmful. And if you okay. and if you continually giving messenger RNAs every year because you're going to need booster shots. You're going to increase your chances of ribosomal misreads. That's all. That's all. Okay. Uh, we don't have uh, no, any I, sufficient. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Sean. We don't have any sufficient data that states that we're going to need booster shots every year from uh, from the vaccine, because if if we vaccinate Correct. enough of the Correct. population, Correct. if we if we vaccinate vaccinate enough of the population. Uh, well, if this process is slow, then we run the risk of this virus, which we've seen real time mutate and create different uh, variants of itself. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're, we're aware of the different variants. However, mm -hmm. um, as far as misreads from, uh, you know, ribosomal misreads or anything like that, that's not a point of contention here in regard to how the vaccine works, how the mRNA vaccine is working and continues to work and has been working for now over almost a year because the first uh, the first human phase, phase one trials is around that March date. And that's going to release even more data that people are unaware of. So um, for everyone with the efficient to have the questions about the vaccine and, and, and how long it's taken to make the vaccine. It went through the same rigorous trials that every other vaccine on earth has went through. The only no. difference is take, yes, it has. No, 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 no it, it has. It's went through animal, it went, it went through animal testing. No, it's bro. went through animal yeah, trials in mice. No, no, hold on, hold on. And, and I want, I know it's your show. I ain't trying to do you like that, but it, it went through animal testing. Don't, just put the source up, Sean. I'm on my phone. So it's, it's went through animal testing. I right, sent it to me. I'll put it up for you. With with mice. And then it went to monkeys. 
and then it went to humans. And then what allow what it mRNA did. allows, what these trials allow, what concurrent uh, testings to continue. And when it went, it went through all the rigorous studies, right? When something wasn't right and needed adjustments, they made those adjustments. We have a, we have a year's worth of data on the mRNA vaccine through its whole process because they made it accessible. Things that we used to pay $300 for for access to journals, the journals have given that COVID information free. So we have, we have done our due diligence to not only invest in these scientific journals, we have also done our due diligence to learn the methodology regarding how to actually read this data and deal with the deal with the results and how they end. So there's there, this thing has went through rigorous studies. You don't get to the phase three trial if it has not made it through the early testings, and 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 um and you getting results from that. So the results are very favorable, right? Very favorable, and we have to deal with that. And I don't think that we're being uh. We're being honest enough here to say, all right, this vaccine is actually working. I think what, what we should be saying is we need to continue to do our research and studies because it's not even our time, my time, to actually get vaccinated. However, there's enough data for me now with 54 million people vaccinated that I can watch the 54 million people and understand that, man, this vaccine is working. And it's working at a pace so much so that that people that don't look like me and you are trying to act like old people to get in line to get the vaccine sooner. Just happened in Florida. Doctors in Texas saying, well, instead of me throwing out these vaccines, I'm just going to go ahead and vaccinate my family and friends. And that's taking place so that these people are doing everything in their in their trying to pay $20,000 per person to move and skip the line to get vaccinated. And here we are, black folk. Nah, don't go, don't go get that vaccine. Well, then what do you want us to do if we can't go get the mRNA vaccine? Because that's what's available to us right now. And we really need to get our people vaccinated. We're suffering from this vaccine the most. What is our alternative? Because the data is showing and proving that you know, what people are saying as an alternative is not sufficient. Mm. The, the data doesn't show that. The data is padded stats. And, and what you said, uh, Dr. Solomon has already said that, and she'll probably put up slides as well, that it has been an accelerated pace to uh, put this drug out there for the market. Uh, Dr. Solomon, you could look at and, and show show yeah. them. Uh, not a drug. Go that. The slide yeah. is up. Yeah, so the slide um, is up. Can you hear me? Yep, go ahead. So, yes, ma'am. Yeah, so the, this is the accelerated version. So they never did a preclinical stage on this vaccine. They never done. They did zero. And for phase one trials, they instead of taking 30 months, they did six months. They never did a monkey study. They went straight to humans no preclinical study that they reported data on. On phase two trials, instead of taking 32 months, they did six months. For phase three trials, instead of 30, they did zero, and they went straight to emergency approval use. So if you have any data 
that shows they did an extensive study that you claim. Please share with us. Thank you. So far, yes, yes, yes ma'am. So far, yes, the data I have. Yes, ma'am. Let's get to it. The data I have, this is, instead of taking five to seven years, they have months. And this is a new technology. Yes, they use the messenger RNA-based for cancer therapy to kill your cells, not as a vaccine. And they use that technology now for your uh, vaccine, which never worked before. And if you're using a therapy that was used to kill cells as a vaccine, but you have no toxicology, you have no evidence published data to show me that it's working, how could you tell me to tell that to my people to take it? And they have no pre-existing information on messenger RNA. The messenger RNA vaccine that they used before the, for COVID, uh, one, it never worked. That's why it never went to uh, clinical trials because the animal study failed. That's why it never went to humans. But this time they used this pandemic to expedite it and they just went straight to humans injection. And so, we're still an experiment. Yeah, which is still an experiment. And I want to share one more thing um, that's coming directly from them uh, here. So when we're saying we don't want our people to do that, we're not anti-vax. Uh, there are other options, but I want you to tell me this. This is directly coming from, I wanna go to the first page. This is directly coming from Pfizer information for the UK healthcare professionals. And you scroll down, this is how this monitor to allow identification of new safety. And if you go down, they have description and you go down to their safety page here on fertility, there's limited with the use of vaccine on pregnant women. Do not indicate direct or indirect harmful on pregnancy. So they're saying should only be considered when the potential benefit outweigh more. So they don't even know what is the side effect on pregnant women. And right now there's data that's coming out people in injected with this, they're having burst defects. This is the data that's coming up. What, the, what, what source is that for that data? Because I have yeah, a Pfizer's that. doing a clinical trial right now on pregnant women. So I, I I'll show you. And they have, tell me, this is coming from Pfizer that they submitted. Have you seen this that they gave to healthcare professionals? It's unknown whether this vaccine yep. is treated in the human milk. They don't know what is the side effect is on the reproductivity of toxicity. Have you heard of this? They have no data on this. And the data is right now, it's uh, being given uh, is on the national, I think um, on another website that they're giving uh, national vaccine um, side effects that they're showing those data, those numbers. Uh, and we are happy to share that. But if you're claiming that this science works and there is currently that they, um, a testimonial at the, at the Congress where they're talking about how this nanoparticles integrate. There's a video, I'll be happy to dig it and show you. There's uh, a testimonial by a doctor saying how this nanoparticles, they're sh showing it goes into the brain 
and it's showing side effects into the brain, this nanoparticles. There's a lot of information coming out. And yes, nanoparticles exist. And tell me, you're saying it excretes. Which uh, excretion method is it using? Is it using the kidney or the liver to be excreted from our body? What is the excretion method? Do you, we know that? We don't know that. Once it, it integrates into our plasma membrane, how is it leaving our plasma membrane and then leaving? Is it leaving through the kidney or the liver? They're not giving us that information. If you have a kidney problem, should you take it then? If you have a liver problem, should you take it? What is your option? We're not saying that. We're saying that there is a much more known technologies that are coming up from China, from China, from India, as well as Cuba that are much safer. And we should advocate for those vaccines to come to the US for us. We're not anti-vax. We're not saying people don't take vaccines. And we have a lot of natural prevention method that we can use. There is a lot of data I can show you on the NAC that they did on clinical trials, how it's saving people, reducing the uh, hospital hospitalization, people that were on ventilators, respiration, that they were able to save those. I, I can give you those scientific papers, share with that, as well as the clinical trials on vitamin D. What we saw is that how much it helps, uh, as well as uh, zinc. So we have a lot of those information we can provide. And clearly Dr. Fauci went on the radio, on the CNN and said, this vaccine is not gonna help you. It's not gonna help you from being infected. It's not gonna help you from any kind of protection. You're still gonna be infected and you can still die from this. And go Google his, uh, his interview on Como saying uh, how this vaccine is just a vaccine that might protect you from some kind of disease. That's what he clearly said. He didn't say it's gonna protect you from COVID-19 vaccine. Google that. And can or I, if you cannot find those interviews, I'll be happy to show you. And if you're claiming you have rigorous scientific data that, that's published how yes. this messenger RNA vaccines are working, please share with us. We're here to learn. Yes. Yes, I'd like to share, uh, I have an article from the Journal of Nature. It's titled, uh, Coronavirus Vaccine Trials Have Delivered the First Results, But Their Promise is Still Unclear. This is in May 2020. That's the Journal of Nature. And so I would like to just add something to it. It's a test of other fast-track vaccines show that they have uh, a prevented infection in the lungs of monkeys. So we heard in the conversation that he didn't try the vaccines in monkeys. But based off of the journal of Nature says that. It said the monkeys exposed to SARS-CoV-2, but in some other parts of the body. It says one of the vaccines being developed at the University of Oxford, UK, that is also in human trials, protected six monkeys from uh, pneumonia, but the animals' noses uh, harbored as much virus as did those of unvaccinated, unvaccinated uh, monkeys researchers report last week in a biorex uh, preprint uh, a chinese group reported similar uh grievance about its own vaccines early animal tests in this mouth so i would just like to say that in the journal of nature i'm just trying to know what was y'all reading because like we said earlier they absolutely tried it in monkeys so i'm just trying to figure out where, where's our discrepancy at with that you kind of mix them too uh, actually the the uh, astrazeneca vaccine that you mentioned that was tried in monkey is not a messenger rna vaccine you are you aware of that 
Yes, we're well aware of it. That's why the the, uh, the data is rejected on on uh, AstraZeneca. They didn't like that the data was uh, insufficient, and that's therefore we don't have an EAU with AstraZeneca because the data was insufficient. Like the efficacy and the trials, there was there was issues with the trials, right? And uh, so the FDA was like, "Nah, we don't like your data." They continue to persist and move forward in other countries. However, some have also rejected that notion as well. The data comes back and shows, no, this is not an effective path. So we are paying close attention. You know, some of us have access to clinicaltrials.gov, which is mm -hmm. a website where you can get all the clinical yeah, trials. Yeah, we, we're on there all the time. Yep. We, right, right, right. So in, in the private chat, I didn't I can't post it for the, the viewing audience, but I've I've gave you a list of right pre pre-clinical trial data from Moderna, Pfizer. Um, I think I also put in the information from Johnson & Johnson before I got kicked out. Um, so those are the three that we're actually, you know, talking about, but we're, we're mainly focused on the mRNA vaccines that are available right now. This data is available. There's a lot of literature to read, and therefore that's why we have two. Sean? Yes. Sean, can we go to the New York Times? And the New York Times article talks about Moderna coronavirus vaccine testing monkeys, right? I don't even want to read it, but I'm just saying, like, we, we got to keep it straightforward. And it's about, if it's really about our people, and it's really about us being African-centered, then, then, then in the center of African culture should always be the truth. I'm not saying y'all made it up a lot. I'm simply saying that it, I'm glad we're on this conversation so that the people listening can actually get both sides of the coin, and then they'll be allowed to make their decision. So there you go. Uh, and, and I can go straight to the actual journal itself. But the, the, the Moderna uh, absolutely has been tested the monkeys. So I'm trying to figure out what was y'all reading this as it wasn't. That's what I want to see right now. So I can kind of compare notes. Well, well, before um, Dr. Solomon goes into that one, I, I want to go into you saying that it's effective. And, and, and I want you, I want all of us to understand how manipulation of science and how manipulation of, of it works. My, my background is epidemiology. That's the statistical analysis of disease trends. My, my, my one of my masters is in that. And when you look at the data and how you can skew data to make it sound like it's working and it may not be. Okay, let, let's look at uh, a, a few things here. We have access to clintrials.gov. All of us have that. It's open to the public. We know that, that Pfizer tested 43,000 people, 43,669 people. And when they, when they uh, tested those people, the, you have to have an inclusion-exclusion criteria in order to enter the trial. Now, the 44-some-odd thousand people that entered that trial, none of them were tested as to whether they ever even had COVID virus before they entered the trial in the first place. We know that COVID virus is asymptomatic in 40 to 80 percent of the people. Mr. Jones. So if so, so if once they once they were injected with the vaccine and they they looked at the data to see whether it was effective, all they did was to ask for people to go back into your normal society and live your life and see if you catch COVID vaccine. And if you have symptoms, Come back and let us know. Now, there's two things that they miss in the skewed data is that they did not allow for those people 
to, to they did not account for the people that already had COVID vaccine when they entered the trial. So they had already mounted an immune response. And if they were exposed to it again, they may not amount immune response again. Moderna tested people the, before their trials. Okay, okay. And then after after Moderna did, I said Pfizer. I didn't say Moderna. Yeah. And so, so so once they once they did leave that trial, they did they still didn't account for the asymptomatic people that caught COVID. So if they didn't account for the asymptomatic people that accounted that caught COVID at the end, and they didn't account for the asymptomatic people from the beginning, then how can you say it's ninety four percent effective when you don't know whether you count asymptomatic patients or not? So the, so the data is skewed. And, no, and when, not, when, we're, oh, when we're talking about when we're talking skewed? about truth, when we're talking about truth, data skewed? when we're talking about truth, we have to mention that as truth. Let's let's stay on Pfizer. We, and, and Pfizer is, is one of is a major component of the 54 million people that you said have have had this vaccine out of the 54 million million people, at least. 28 million of those people have come from Pfizer. So so let's not leave Pfizer. Let's stay there. And you tell me whether whether based on what I have just presented to you, does that amount to something be nine, being 94% effective that's being reported to us as a people? It they doesn't don't have make to. sense. It yes. doesn't make sense, brother. Yes. And, and, and it doesn't make they sense. They don't have to test them. They don't, they don't have to test them. Why they don't have to test them? Because they know that the efficacy in natural immunity is like 45 days, right? We can give you an extra couple of uh, a month or so, right? Because uh, Malcolm, who's administering the vaccine while we're talking right now, he's in Memphis working right now, administering the vaccine to people. He who is Malcolm? He's, he's, a, he's a brother on our team. He's, he's, he works in the field. Okay, he's okay. administering the vaccine right now. He works for the fire department. He's credentialed up too. So he caught COVID because he was he was dealing with these people, right? He mm -hmm. caught COVID. Mm -hmm. He waited a month. Then he got his vaccine. Now they said you really they really wanted him to wait three months, but because of more informed data that they have now, he didn't have to wait three months, right? So when he got his vaccine, it kind of acted as if it was a booster to what he already had. Now, he's still in line to get the other his other dose in the next two weeks. However, however, knowing that, see, you ain't got to have that. You, you don't have to have them testing. Uh, 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 Pfizer didn't have to have them testing knowing what they knew. What mm, we're you're, trying making, to you're, making, you're making an excuse for a large pharmaceutical company, brother. Data. We're talking about the efficacy rates here and we're talking about a real life case. So I don't have to really depend on Pfizer. I have a real life case study. His name is that's Malcolm. One, that's His one person, brother. That's person. not research. That's not science. No, that's one it's person. a real life case study. What do you mean? You can't pull him to the side. The brother well, how is one person. That's not science, bro. That's one person. I have a question for That's you. That's all of science. No, oh, I have person. a question for one you. Person. I have a question no, for you. No, 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 I have a question. You claim the natural. No, you can't ask a question in the middle of the, the man talking. That was getting a little rude. Let's time, time out for a minute. Time, time out. Let, let's, let's just take a, take a moment 
and just pause and breathe. We all need to do that right now. Just take a few breaths. If we have too many people talking at the same time, nobody gets any understanding. We really want understanding. Uh, I hadn't anticipated that we would have a full-blown debate today, uh, but I did want to provide an opportunity for the other side of the story to be told. And it is something that definitely does need to be addressed. I can see on both sides of the, of the equation that we have people who are doing research, we're looking at numbers, we're reading reports, we're reading the medical journals and so forth and so on. And this is really important for us to have this conversation because then it's not just based on opinion, it's based on science, it's based on research, and I fully appreciate that. But I do wanna bring some civility back into the room as, as we have this conversation. Uh, uh, Dr. Solomon, I know that there was something that you were attempting to convey and you, you've given us some charts and graphs in, 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 in order to uh, um, illustrate what you're uh, trying to convey. So I wanna welcome you back to make the point that, that you wanted to make so that we can continue the flow of information and we can just take this brief pause to bring civility back to, to our conversation. So Dr. Solomon, the floor yeah. is yours. Yeah, thank you, Vince. Um, so I have a question. If you're we are claiming that natural immunity is not lasting long enough in our body, uh, how long is this vaccine uh, from the Moderna or Pfizer injection? How long does it stay in our body? How long do we have? Do we have data on that? How long does it stay wow. in our body to protect us? Do you have Moderna, any problem? Moderna has actually responded. Moderna has responded to your question specifically. They actually stated over a year's worth of immunity and still counting. They but, they just started, but they just started. They just started this medication, this vaccine. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, no, how long do you know it's No, staying? No, ma'am, no, ma'am. The, do you the have first those people to receive Moderna's vaccine in the phase one trials was last year. Like I said earlier, we're coming up on the first humans in America receiving the mRNA vaccines. We're approaching that mark. We're getting to that March date, that critical date of a year. So they have the data. And when it's released, it'll be what, what, what data? What data? All right. When they when they began to start testing the first humans in March, mm -hmm. right? We're talking about preclinical trial data, right? When they start testing the first people in March. That they're get they're gaining their their uh sense of cockiness as what some people would say right or touting the vaccine right because of the data that they have been getting and studying and watching over this whole year uh last year uh, not, only from the, not only from the mice but the monkeys mm -hmm. right not only right. from the mice and monkeys but also the first phase humans. Mm -hmm. we, we can't act like that data does not exist because it's there, there's, there's no there's no data that what what you have to what you have to begin to look at as is the amount of immune response antibodies what level of antibodies do we have from mounting an immune response from having COVID itself at first and what are the level of antibodies that are mounted by Pfizer and Moderna from the messenger RNA vaccine. Now, to your point, we we do think, based on the data coming, that the Moderna and the Pfizer mRNA vaccines are mounting 
a longer period of time of antibodies in the body. That That's the truth. But don't say that you can discount the natural immunity that's developed from a person that has the disease and say that that person it, it can, can, be, can be enrolled on a trial and not catch COVID virus because they had already mounted an immune response, that that immune response had nothing to do with it. That's not science. And, 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 that, and that's what we're saying. What I'm that's saying to you. That's not, that, that's not, you're giving the vaccine credit for what the natural immune system no, has already no, produced. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the company. All right. So the natural immunity thing has already been tried and true, right? We, we've dealt with this. They've already given us data on this so-called natural immunity. The antibodies are so-called natural immune. immunity. So-called. Are you serious? Ah, you cut. Nah, you cutting them off, bro. Come on, no, man. no, that, that's, that's re ridiculous. You're on, saying so-called natural immunity, but no, real Moderna. I, this, this conversation hey, is, me, is like it. it's, it's not it's not worth having. If that if that's if that's oh, the, you the, just the, threw his gun. You just threw your gun. <laughs> It is. In my it is. circles, when you start throwing slurs and stuff, you do your gun. Really, the conversation I did. is over with, sir. I, did. I appreciate I did. you. I appreciate you loudly on the air. I'm gonna tell you right now, y'all lying. They didn't miss any steps in the trials. That's a lie. Show me the article where they actually missed trials, where they actually missed steps. We go to the New England Journal of Medicine. They did all the steps. They just put them together, bro. So, so you, I want the source. From a credible journal, the Lancet, New England Journal of Medicine, the Journal of Science, the Journal of Nature, JAMA, that states that they missed any steps in creating this vaccine. They absolutely did not miss any steps. With that, I'm I, out of here, Mr. Sean. I have a question. Hey, we're, 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 we're out, out, out here. I so have one more question. Because they're being called You're a joke. You're a joke. You're a joke. You're a joke. I have a question. If 